everyone. We are so excited for today's podcast. But before we begin, we have a really exciting product that we want to feature this week. So Stephen, tell us about our new product. Cool. Well, thanks for the intro. You've heard of Birchbox, right? Of course. Well, we are launching Pageant Box. And so it's the box by Pageant Planet. And we are launching it. The first shipment is going out on November the 15th of next month. And what's in the box? Okay, so the box is full of just pageant goodies from rhinestone to glitter to sequence, and it changes every month. So it's a boxy subscription, and then after you order, you sign up saying, hey, I want this. We ask you some questions on the back end to get to know more about you, what system you're competing in, your shirt sizes, shoe sizes, et cetera, where you live, the date of your pageant, if that's applicable, so that we can customize and tailor make your box just for you. I love it. And how much does the box cost? The box is wicked inexpensive, so it's $29 per month. But then also, because we are a coaching portal, we value like girls' desire to reach their dreams and to win the crown, we also have coaching options. So the base price is $29 a month, but if you want to add on like our VIP membership, which is traditionally $47 a month, you can get it for like $37 a month instead. So it's discounted coaching if you want to add that on to any of your box subscriptions. So monthly, you can get really great um, pageant-related products and receive coaching at all three of our different levels. And where can we learn more? Where can we sign up? So you can go, um, of course, with this, you can go backslash podcast. But on the everyday link, you can just go to thepageantplanet.com backslash box. And you can see all the different options and get started today. Love it. Thanks, Stephen. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse, Ledoux, and myself, we're going to discuss five different ways that you can market yourself during this holiday season. Jesse, set the stage for us. The holiday season can be a very joyful but stressful time, but it's also a critical time if you are a potential pageant contestant or a current title holder. So it's very important to make the most of this holiday season, whether it's making people around you feel loved and appreciated or being visible in your community. So we want to kind of guide you on how you can just like take an hour out of one of your days as busy busy as it may be and plan out the following items to make the most of it. So this again is for both current title holders and aspiring title holders. So before we get into the how-to, can you set the stage and say why is this even important in the first place? Like why should girls even worry about marketing themselves during the holiday season? Well, because the holiday season is so busy, oftentimes our pageant prep efforts can fall to the wayside. So one, this keeps you really focused and on track with what your goals are for the following year. Even if your pageant isn't until June, you want to be able to build up over time this bank of effort. That way, uh, it can be in the form of having one-on-one conversations with people at these community service-related events, or it just 
shows your servant's heart as a potential title holder so you can speak to in your interview. Well, last Christmas, I volunteered at XYZ location and I would love to do the same as your Miss XYZ. So um, a lot of alphabet letters there, but you get the idea. So it's all about creating this foundation, this legacy of giving back to your community. And it's also a perfect time to give um, relationship deposits into like your relationship bank account. I think that's so important to do throughout the year because you don't ever want to be that contestant that's just asking for things or just kind of going to someone when they need it. So it's a great opportunity to show people that they're loved and appreciated and valued. And that way you're creating substantial um, and significant relationships. So it can be reciprocal throughout the year. Yeah, I love that analogy about the relationship bank because, um, for example, there's people in my life in the pageant community that's consistently give to me. And whenever they have an ask, it doesn't matter how small or big, I feel obligated because I'm like, wow, you've deposited me all these years. Yes, I'll do it, whatever it is. And it, like when they lead with, can I have, a, can I ask a favor of you? And I'm always like, yeah, hundred percent. What do you mm-hmm. need? And the bank doesn't mean that they're like necessarily giving me a big favor. They're just checking in on me, random things, random times, without necessarily asking anything from me. They're just checking on me, making sure like me, Stephen, is okay. Like, hey, how are you doing? So it's things like that that go a long way with me. And I know that when I have other relationships and when I had my marketing company, et cetera, I would do that to potential clients. And whenever I'd follow up with them to have a phone conversation, they would always be extremely receptive to take my phone call because they knew like when I ever I spoke with them, it was value, it was a meaningful relationship, and it was a give and take. And I, I will say we're we're using the phrase how to market yourself during the holiday season. And it sounds like we're giving you ways to be self-serving in this pageant prep journey. But keep in mind, like anything with the holiday season season should come from a giving mentality. I mean, I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, one of my favorite quotes of all time is my Angelou. Um, people may not always remember what you did or said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So the holiday season is the perfect time to really create that legacy of just get, being a giving and selfless person. So it's all for the good. Love that and 100% agree. So let's go into the first one. Um, but what's the first area that girls can market themselves during the holiday season and how can they do that? The so community service is the first way um, because there are no short, there is no shortage of opportunities for volunteer work in the community. And I'm not just talking about showing up in your crown and sash for a photo op. Be ready to work. This is a great way to get into organizations that may be related to your platform or just organizations you want to be involved with more throughout the year because, again, they're always looking for volunteers during this time, every single organization, because the workload is so heavy. So be ready to work, not just stand and look pretty. So think there's some things I can think of right off the bat that you can look for. Um, Gift wrapping stations. A lot of nonprofits will have gift wrapping stations at their local shopping centers or malls that then the donations can go to their organization. So it doesn't hurt to contact your nonprofits in your area to see if you can help out and take us what are the I guess a session or a shift there um, your soup kitchen oh my gosh during the winter and the holiday season soup kitchens or other community kitchens are always looking for extra hands and even if they say you know we're actually all set with those that are handling and preparing the food we say why don't you offer yourself and say I would love to at least go visit with your guests and Often, if you've, ever, if you've ever volunteered in a soup kitchen environment or with the less fortunate, you know that often they just want someone to talk to that's not going to judge them. And I think it goes a long way to give, um, give in that way, too. 
Senior living communities, a huge need for volunteers, just because, I mean, we think about senior living communities, oftentimes their families aren't visiting them on a daily basis. So just like we mentioned with, with the soup kitchen, just going and talking with them. And then lastly, clothing drives, um, winter clothing, blessing bags for the homeless. It puts you in the service mentality and it offers tremendous life experience, being able to put yourself in the shoes of others. And like you mentioned earlier, the conversation skills, being able to just have as much conversation as possible will help you not just in your interview skills for pageant related activities, but also in the long term. Love that. When what's the website that we've promoted a few different times where people can go to find their interest and volunteer? It's like volunteer.org. My favorite. Volunteer dash volunteer match.org. Oh, volunteermatch.org. Yeah. So that's, that's a really great one. And the other thing I'll just encourage girls to do, not our audience, of course, but don't be the stereotype. If you're wearing your sash and you show up there, always do more than what's expected of you. And you'll see that everybody puts a completely different spin on how they view pageant girls, et cetera. And oftentimes, if you just go there and just do what it is that they ask you to do, they're blown away. Because that's not what they, somebody outside the pageant industry stereotypes a pageant girl to do, like willing to get dirty and put herself out there and have those conversations and, and be a hard worker because that's just not the stereotype. So um, doing that can go a long way for the industry as a whole and especially for the the pageant that you're wearing around your sash. For sure. And I always say, when in doubt, don't wear your crown and sash to a volunteer experience unless you've cleared that with the organizer in advance. And the reason for that is, one, a lot of people will kind of jump to a conclusion, oh, you're just there for the photo op, etc. So this is a really nice way for you to gain trust, gain reliability, make relationships. And then at the end, if you want to have a photo op after you're done working, I think people are much less willing or much less apt to judge or jump to a conclusion of why you're there if you put in the work first. So keep that in mind. Bring your crown and your sash with you. Have it ready, but do the job first. Unless it's in a, an environment where, again, you've cleared it with the director or the organizer and it's a good exposure thing for the people that are attending the event too. How can they clear that with the organizer? Would they just say, um, hey, because when they introduce themselves, I miss Ohio, um, would you like me to wear my crown and sash or would you want me to just wear my sash or do you just not me to wear anything? Is there an appropriate way for them to clear it? I think when you when you go ahead and you confirm that you'll be attending, you can say, hey, listen, I am currently Miss XYZ. Again, so many XYZs. I better think of another term for that. I am Miss So-and-so. DEF. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> January, February, yes, March. Yeah, exactly. I, I am Miss 123, and um, I would love to help volunteer. You know, my priority is helping you and giving you the hands, the hardworking hands that you need. Um is there any way I can help market your organization through me being there? And if so, how can I, how can I go ahead and leverage my title for that purpose? And then you're kind of just saying like, I'm going to help no matter what, if I can return the favor and get the word out on this, I'd be happy to and let them lead the way. Or you can say, you know, in the past when I worked with nonprofits, this is what I've done. And it's been able to bring some positive, um, positive visibility to your organization. That's great. Okay. What's the next uh, event and um, all that fun stuff? So I love a holiday party. Do you love a holiday party or a holiday parade, Stephen? <laughs> oh, yeah. Holiday parade? Yeah. yeah. Actually, we we have a Christmas parade that goes right in front of our house. So, I mean, people set up 
like chairs right in front of a street, so we get to watch Santa stroll by. We don't have to leave the house, so it's great. So um, holiday parades exist probably in just about every community across the country, and maybe even the world. I don't know, um, but this is great for existing title holders because you can call if your organization doesn't already have a place in the parade. Feel free to ask your director. Would you feel willing to call this? director of this parade. If not, I would be happy to. And people always think, well, I don't have a convertible or a car that someone could drive me in. Honestly, some of the most fun and uncomfortable experiences I've ever had were walking in a parade. And I say uncomfortable, not in the sense that it's a bad thing, but just like you're walking in this parade and like, what are you going to do? You don't just stand and wave. So I took, I made the effort to like walk along the side, shaking people's hands, high-fiving people. How are you today? Like it's got to be really really engaging. It forces you to really push out of your comfort zone. So if you can't be in a car, be ready to walk and offer that to the, the parade director if they don't have a vehicle ready for you. And then if you are not an existing title holder, one thing you can do to put yourself out there with the or pageant system or the organization, call the pageant director and say, hey, I'm, I'm not sure if the organization has a presence in this parade. I would love to help recruit some other contestants if they wanted to walk on your behalf, hold a sign perhaps, give out candy. Um, but if not, totally respect your wishes. It just shows that you really can go a long way um, and shows that director that you're dedicated to expanding the reach of the system. I love that. Awesome. So I hear that there's a story about um, somebody crashing the Macy's Day Parade. Yes. Oh my, you don't remember this, Stephen? This was probably... Three or four years ago, if, oh my gosh, if you guys are listening, this is one of my favorite stories. So the way Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade works for Miss America and Miss USA is they switch on and off years. So this year was a Miss America year. So next year you'll see Miss USA in the parade. So that's a fun fact that not everyone knows. And so this would have been, if it was, so four years ago, Miss USA was in the parade. Then Miss New York USA just shows up. She lived in New York City where the parade takes place. And just kind of like sweet talked her way through security and was on the float with Miss USA. She totally crashed the float. <laughs> and about a, about a mile, so that's I think a three mile route or two and a half before they got to the televised, because they do the televised sections right in front of Herald Square Macy's. So before they got there, security like booted her off the, the float. So, moral of the story is you can't just show up and walk in a parade. Make sure you get the proper clearances. And that's probably from a security standpoint, too. Um, but it's very important to make sure that you go through the proper channels. But can you imagine? I would be so mortified. Uh, yeah, to get kicked off of the... <laughs> of the float mid-parade. Mid That's funny. Well, it's just, you know, it goes to show you that if you act confident, you can yeah. almost get away with anything, right? You can. Like, if you act like you're supposed to be there, people start to second-guess themselves. Like, uh, I is she supposed to? Well, I don't know. I don't want to tell her no. It's Miss New York. And they'll just let her through. But it is true in life. Like, if you're confident enough, you can get it by with... My mom always had a saying when I was young. She said, you can say just about anything and get away with it if you smile big enough. And I think that's one of the reasons why I always have a big, goofy, cheesy smile on my face because you just never know when you're going to slip up. Well, my Mrs. New York, and this is probably terrible to admit, so she got these amazing photos at the time at a Buffalo Bills game. We live in Buffalo in the press box. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how did you get that? I would have loved to have gone with you. I was so jealous because like I'm a, everyone knows I'm a sports fan. She goes, you know what? 
I just showed up and I said I was going to the press box and I had my crown and sash on and she got all the way into the press box at the Buffalo Bills game. That's a National Football League game. Like the security is ridiculous. And she was like, yeah, I just like said I was going to the press box and nobody stopped her. Well, I mean, why would you? I mean, a girl on a mission, crown and sash. I mean, it says clearly like, you know, Miss, Mrs. New York and she's at a New York football game. You're like, okay, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. So I say that, I tell that story with caution. I think, oh, I'm a rule follower by nature. So I would be way too nervous to do anything like that. But like one, have confidence in everything you do. But two, I do suggest getting the proper clearances for any appearance or hopping into any holiday parade. Break the rule. Okay, oh what's God. the next time? <laughs> what's the next one? Um, the next one is what I think is the easiest, and it is a low-cost way to share holiday spirit, and it's Christmas cards. Um, I love receiving Christmas cards. It's one of my favorite things. I always just feel so special when someone thought enough about me to snail mail something. Um, so the first thing you should do is, one, create a digital version. And if you are a current title holder, either work with, your organization to have one made of a photo of you and something red and around some snow, whatever, and use that for your title holder Facebook page, the organization's Facebook page, et cetera. So that's a great digital marketing tool, but I definitely think you should invest in hard copy Christmas cards. If you don't already have a title, just go get generic, or I shouldn't say Christmas cards, I should say holiday cards. Go get generic holiday cards and just sign them with your name. Write a nice handwritten note, sign your name, and you don't need to send out 55 Christmas cards, holiday cards. Think about the key people. If you're just a contestant and you're trying to get a title, think about the director, the key staff members of your pageant, and the current title holder. And I say that with a little bit of caution, like use discretion. If you've never met that current title holder, don't overdo the, the message in it. Don't be a creep. Just keep it short, sweet, and simple. Happy holidays. Looking forward to seeing you in the new year or something simple like that. If you've, not, if you've met them before, you have something more um, genuine to say, you want to add that, great. By all means, go for it. Um, and I say that the directors aren't choosing the winners, but they do sometimes oversee the placement of the opening number, the lineup order, et cetera. And it just goes a long way to show them that you value your relationship with them and that pageant. Yeah, and it's never going to hurt. And oftentimes the people who are worried about being perceived as a suck-up you are cognizant enough to realize that you're not a suck up. It's almost like, you know, the people that are worried like, oh, I don't want to interrupt or I don't want to, that are that cautious, that are that sensitive to it. Those are rarely the people that are perceived like that because they have enough well, social awareness so that they're not breaking the rules. It's a person that's completely oblivious that just doesn't know that's overly sucking up or just overly just offending people, right? So, um, don't be worried about that. Like a kind gesture is never, um, is really never mistaken. Mm -hmm. And in the rare cases where it is mistaken, um, one of, well, not one of my best friend, he had this saying that I love still does, but he says people of integrity expect to be believed. And when they're not, he, um, they let time prove them right. Mm -hmm. So if your intentions are pure, then, you know, time will, prove that your intentions are good and your true character will show through. That's a great phrase. I love that. Um, okay. So on to the, the fourth thing. 
What's the fourth way that they can market themselves during the holiday season? So giving gifts is a very traditional way to celebrate the holiday season. Um, And I will say, again, I think it's worth repeating, smart choices based on your relationship with these people as well as your budget. Do not go broke buying gifts for people, Um, no matter what their relationship is with them. Think about it from this way. You have a pageant to worry about and your money is probably better spent there. So you can get gifts for people based upon your budget and you can be really budget conscious. I mean, check Pinterest. There's like a million and one opportunities out there for gifts, $5 and under. Um, If you are a current title holder, Check with your organization first, one, for a list of people that you may need to get gifts for, whether they're a sponsor or maybe they were a past judge. And they also might be willing to help offset that budget if you're willing to maybe match it, perhaps. That way it makes it a little bit more palatable on the pocketbook. Um, so think about those closest to you in your pageant journey, your, your hair and makeup artist, your coach, if you have a pageant BFF platform contacts. When I say platform contacts, I mean if you've been working with a nonprofit consistently or someone has kind of gone out of out of their way or they're a survivor of your platform, they would just I think it would go a long way again in that relationship piggy bank to um show them that they're appreciated and seen and valued. Yep. And uh, what do you suggest as far as a budget? I know for me it's like I go and like okay, this is the overall budget I'm going to spend on Christmas and then I basically break it down dollar amount per person. Is that what you suggest there? And also, do you have like certain gift ideas that girls can do? Yeah, I think what you said is a great suggestion. Just find your overall budget and then distribute it accordingly. Like, for example, if if you're a current title holder and you're not going to want to give your pageant director the same gift. I shouldn't say this this way. Actually, I, I take that back. But obviously, if you work with your director every single week, that person may warrant a higher level gift in the budget and someone that you see less frequently or just um, is not as involved in your journey might get something on the lower end side. But again, it's more the thought that counts in this category. It's not how to, who can spend the most money to, to get the best contestant placement. Yeah. So do you have like, I know I'm a sucker for gift cards, um, like a $5 gift card to Starbucks. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And it's, it's five bucks, right? But like, it's just like what you said, the thought that yeah. counts. But what are some of your gift ideas that uh, these girls can give directors and other contestants? Et sure. So, well, like I didn't have gift card on my list, but you're absolutely right. And every pageant personality loves Starbucks. So that's a really safe one or an Amazon gift card. Everyone likes Amazon too. Yes. Um, one thing I, I like, I like warm and fuzzy gifts, Stephen, you know that. So the first thing I would suggest is you can get a picture frame pretty much anywhere at any budget um, with a photo of you and that person. If you have one, I think that'll like just be a nice token that they'll be able to display and remember. And every time they see it, they'll think of you. So that's something easy. Um, two is it like self-care items. So whether it's lotion, I mean, think of like, this is a pageant industry. It's all about, I shouldn't say it's all about, but very much about um, image and glamor, et cetera. So something self-care related. If maybe you have a great hand cream that you love, because if you're traveling, your skin drying out, favorite lipstick, and you want to share the wealth, by all means. So self-care items are definitely a good option. Um, to that, yeah. to, to the self-care um, items, my sisters and I, and for those that you don't know, I've got five sisters, no brothers. And w- for Christmas one year, we said, okay, we set a $10 budget and we said, just give your favorite um, personal care items, like mini size or whatever. And we all share them. 
So it was like we put those items into everybody's stocking. So for me, it was like $2 per girl I could spend. So it was like um, I did a mini of my favorite toothpaste at the time. And then another girl, like she did uh, the the gum, the, a particular type of gum. And so another one's like, oh, I love this chapstick. So it, we got to a sample, in essence, five different unique products that we don't normally like, that. use or buy for it's ourselves. It's like a so, self-made birch box. Yeah, it is. Totally. And if again, I already mentioned Pinterest, but like if you're going to do a cute little gift like that, Pinterest has so many different ways to put it together in a unique presentation, whether it's a mason jar or um, a mini basket, etc. So if it's going to be a lower end, and I say lower end with a price point gift, it's going to be a lower end gift at least like jazz it up with, with presentation in a way that makes it look really elevated and special, but you didn't spend a ton of money on it. I think that's okay. Yeah, completely. A a nice note to to kind of explaining (laughs) the gift, even if it is like, let's say a a chocolate bar and it it was a Snickers and it's like, Oh, well the Snickers, I got this because it represents our friendship. Uh, We're both a little nutty and we're sweet. You were a pageant girl in another life. Steven, (laughs) like that. Curtsy. I was going to say right. something like um, Steve Harvey was hungry when he announced the wrong winner. Don't be Steve Harvey. Eat the Snickers. <laughs> so I'm way, I'm clearly very sarcastic. And that's, um, and- yeah. As we could say, oh, by your engagement, you're now engaged. We have, yeah. I mean, your engagement announcement on Facebook was like snarky. And I'm like, I, I, I respected that. I love that's it. me. Right. Yeah, totally. So public congratulations to you for your yours and Kevin's um, engagement. Yes. Okay. So number three is another really thoughtful gift. It's a little more expensive. So you may want to keep this one to um, those that are very close to you. And that's a custom illustration. Um, These are huge right now in the pageant industry. There are so many talented artists that will you can commission to create an illustration. What can be a little more cartoony, a little more lifelike, depending upon what you're going for. And those are amazing gifts to give either the previous title holders, or if you have a sister queen, um, it's a great option. And it's just something that they can keep forever. It's a great memory. Yep. Love that. And then um, I think you'll like this one, Stephen, a Pageant Planet box subscription. So Yes, I do like yeah, that. Yeah, our Pageant Planet box received rave reviews for the first month of that it came out. Um, and it's just a nice little thing. So Stephen, correct me if I'm wrong. Someone gives us as a gift, they get an email, right? Yeah, they do. So, um, like, if I was to give you uh, the box, you would get the email and it's like, "Hey, um, Stephen gifted you you this box," and and then you can customize your box, etc. So cool. And I mean, I think what was it last year, Stephen? I sent you a birch box gift card or a birch box birch box subscription for your birthday. So this is just yeah. something that like it's a little more extended or just something that they can really enjoy and customize. So. A great option again, sister queens, pageant directors, etc. Yep, it's great. And um, and I, and I'll a sh- little shameless plug, but I mean, our first month it was crazy subscriptions, and this month we like almost doubled the subscriptions again. So it's it's really cotton wind, and and girls are really seeing a lot of cool value in the boxes. And twenty percent of all of our box subscriptions are gifts that people are buying for other people, wow. other title holders, outgoing queens, etc. So cool. Cool. All right, what's uh what's the the fifth 
pageant gift. Yeah, idea. this is one of the easiest gift ideas, and you can get it for so inexpensively. And they're note cards. Um, I mean, I get mine at. Have you ever heard of Christmas tree shops, Stephen? Do you have those by you? Yeah, yeah, we have them in Massachusetts. Yeah, so yeah. they have, and I mean, there's probably comparable stores all across the country like this, but they have tons of note cards, whether they're blank or they have a monogram on them with an initial. You can never have too many note cards, in my opinion, in the pageant industry, because there's always somebody you can thank for going out of their way or being on staff, because many pageant directors and staff members are volunteers. Um, so you can never have too many note cards for thanking sponsors, et cetera. So something that I think you will definitely use throughout the year. So note cards, again, they can be blank. They can be customized, whatever they may be. You can never have too many. Speaking of note cards, I, I got to give my wife a shout out. When we were dating, she gave me a set of note cards, but it said, open this on your 34th birthday. Oh. Open this like when you move to Boston, because our goal was for me to move to Boston. She was like, open this when you're finally ready to propose to me. I'm like, wow, that's confidence. Dang. Um, <laughs> she was like, fine, and all this kind of stuff. And so, and I opened it and... Um, she's like, open this after like we have a fight or open this like uh, after we have a fight and you think it's my fault and then open this after we have a fight and you think it's your fault or whatever. And so every time I open it, there's like a cute little message from her. So, I mean, to this day, it's like one of the best gifts I've ever got. And it was just note cards and it said, open this win. And then inside there was a customized message for it. So thoughtful. I love that. Yeah. So wife of the year moment before she was my wife. But it probably cost okay. her like little to nothing because it was all about the thought. It was all about the effort. It was, that's a time gift, right? You're only really giving your time and the small cost of note cards. So I love that. Yeah. And to this day, I mean, I open it up, I put it back in and keep it. And then just, and it's still, it's still there in our, in our house. So, yep. Cool. All right. So the fifth one, uh, fifth way that girls can market themselves during the holiday season is? This, I think, is the most important, Stephen, because I get so many messages every week from VIP members trying to find sponsors or saying, you know, I'm having a tough time getting sponsors. What do you suggest? And like we talked about at the very beginning of this call, it's how can you build relationships where people just don't expect aren't expecting you to ask them for something every time they hear from you. So whether they're current sponsors or whether you're trying to get them to be sponsors, this is a great way to introduce yourself, to make a name for yourself for some facial recognition, is identify some key people, key companies, key organizations that you either have in the past and they said no, have in the past they said yes, or you plan to ask them for sponsorship. And again, this is something that you don't need to spend a ton of money on. Um, I mean, think about it. You can make a batch of cookies for, again, a very, very low price and drop it off. If it's so, if it's your childhood doctor's office that you've been going to for a decade or so, and you want to ask them to be their sponsor, obviously they have a connection with you. They've known you, they, that you've given them your business for X amount of years. It's just one more way to go above and beyond to show that, um, you appreciate them and hopefully they'll return the favor. Have you ever seen anyone do that, Steven, or has anyone ever done that for you? Yes, actually. Um, I, when I was consulting for, um, Tony Bowles, uh, like at Moncherie, um, some people brought in, um, cookies. It wasn't necessarily, well, no, it was a sales rep and he, he did bring it to me. Um, and then there was another company they sent me, it was about 
literally about 10 pounds of gourmet chocolate. I mean, that was like way over the top, so much so that I shared it with 100 people in the <laughs> in the building and there were still some left over. So it was it was quite the um the gift. But yeah, and it definitely made an impression on For me. For sure. And I would say be be cautious when you're doing these sponsor drop-offs like keep in mind like what is their potential donation? If they're a $50 sponsorship, you're not going to want to give them a $10, $15 gift because at that point are you seeing a tremendous return? Probably not. If it's a hundred dollar potential to fifty, then I would say you can get more. Um, you can have more leeway as far as what you're spending. But again, gauge that. Do not go broke on these sponsor gifts or these potential sponsor gifts unless you feel confident that you will get the return back. Um, and again, it's it's not a matter of being self serving in this. Like yes, of course you want something at the end of the day, but you want to make sure it's still done out of the goodness of your heart so you're not super disappointed or feel super bitter if you don't get it back. Yeah, I mean, completely. You want to do it with an open heart, but you give knowing that one day, if you ever need to ask or if you ever want to ask, you can just approach them with confidence because at the end of the day, you're cultivating and building a relationship. And that's all that it is. Yeah. And some other really, really simple, inexpensive ideas. So I mentioned baked goods. Like, So if you're a great at baking fudge. I cannot make fudge. It always like sticks to the pan and then I have to throw that pan out, which is like name of the game for me. Not great in the kitchen. That's fine. Um, so if you wanted to get some big blocks of cheese and cut them yourself and make a cute little cheese platter, if you wanted to get some large specialty popcorn and put them in cute little cellophane bags, um, my cheer coach years ago used to get tiny little ornaments and get a nice like metallic pen and she would write our names in the year on it. So you can write that company's name and year on a plain ornament for I mean you can get what a box of ornaments for like five dollars for like ten of them or something and then you buy a nice metallic sharpie and then that's ten ornaments that you can give out for very little money so keep those in mind and at the end of the day if you get if, if you're really strapped a holiday card a simple holiday card if you're a current title holder an autograph card both of those will go a long way yeah and I get those in the mail like from various title holders and still like every Christmas I'll get like I don't know however many from different title holders. And I'm like, Oh wow, this is, it, it's such a nice, like, Oh, this is, this is great. So those things go a long way. And like what you said at the very beginning, it's the thought that counts. It's not the dollar amount. People aren't going to be like, Oh, she only spent five bucks on this because they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, this is really sweet. Yeah. She, she thought of me during this time. Yeah. And whenever possible, drop it off in person and ask for the person that would be writing the check. And if they're not available, just say, you know, I, I really just wanted to um, drop this off, spread some holiday cheer, hope you have a great holiday season. Um, and then, again, write a note with it that they make sure that they know who it's addressed to and who it's from. And that way, again, when you're ready to make that ask or ready to say thank you another way later in the year, they'll be able to uh, make the connection. That's great. And um, before I ask you, like, for your final thoughts in closing, when you do your ask, make your ask with confidence and make it clear and make it basically one sentence of like what you're asking for because you've built that relationship, you've made those deposits, now you're coming just to ask for the withdrawal. And it's just as simple as that. And at the end of the day, you don't care if they say yes or no, but you're asking with confidence. Absolutely. And 
people always ask me like, what's the right time to make that sponsorship ask? And there's a couple of different answers that I have. And one depends on, I think your age um, and your business acumen. So, I mean, for me, I, I have a background in sales, so I would never drop something off and leave it. I would always say, hey, do you have five minutes? I'd love to bring you a coffee and catch up. And I would ask when I'm in front of them and I've brought them something at that moment. Or if it's, again, like your orthodontist or your doctor or anything else, while you're in that appointment, that is the right time. Because, again, you're giving them business. It's your time to ask for business in return. So I always say when you have the opportunity to be in front of somebody, that's the way to go. Those drop-offs, those notes are just for building up the relationship. Awesome. And if you had one final sentence or saying to put a nice little bow on this holiday marketing strategy, what would that be? So visibility is key. That is the name of the game for all of this marketability from the community service. Again, it's, and I say visibility, like be in the community be giving of yourself, giving of your time, have conversations, have life experiences from the parades, just like talking with the members in your town, in your city, get them to know your face, get them, get to know what they need in a representative, send them the Christmas cards. Again, it's just visibility is the number one key. And then for the millionth time today on today's messaging, do all things with a grateful heart and have no expectation of someone giving in return. And that way you will feel fulfilled and positive from the giving perspective without needing to get anything back from anyone else. That's awesome. All right. Well, Jesse, so if they want to learn more about you and connect with you on a coaching aspect, how can they do that? They can do it by visiting pageantplanet.com backslash coaching. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the Pageant Planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.